Volume 1, Episode 24, A Master, a Brother, and a Lost Mother. Welcome to Galaxy's Greatest, a Starfinder podcast trailing the adventures of a distant galaxy's greatest heroes. A quick heads up about today's episode. At one point, you'll hear an ad. At the moment, I am trying to take advantage of any and all options at my disposal to support myself financially. Therefore, I will be trying to monetize the podcast, which does mean ads now and then. Thanks so much for understanding, and I'll of course do my best to keep them from being too disruptive. Please enjoy episode 24. Last time, our heroes made their way from Castrovel to Triaxis. Now, they work their way toward finding this mysterious Silver Alliance that seems to know a little too much about them. So you arrive at Triaxis two days later. I would like someone to give me a culture check on that statement, that um, little riddle. <clears throat> that is Jack, how about you? Dante <laughs> skill. Literally incapable. Mine's a plus eight. Okay, uh, you, should, you should be the one. Mine is a plus seven, so I think you're leading. Yeah, mine is also at modus levels. Okay. Mine is a four. <laughs> Pressure's on. Anybody can attempt. <laughs> oh, we can, oh, everyone can do it? Anybody can attempt for this uh, one. Right. 23. Roll. D20 uh, 12. Seven. 11. <laughs> you oh. said anyone can attempt, right? <laughs> oh, I meant anybody who has culture can attempt. Oh. I'm sorry. What did you roll, though? Natural 20. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> hey, wait, if he looked in the mirror, he could do it. That's true. Oh, yeah. No. I got her a fancy mirror thing. Nope. Um, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Twenty-three. Twelve? Twelve. Twelve. Did bonus roll? I did. I got an eleven. Eleven. Janet, can you even do culture? Uncultured. Okay. If you look in the, if you look <laughs> in the mirror, culture, bro. Bryn. Uncultured. Yeah. And <laughs> Devesh. Yeah. The three sisters are a group of triplet volcanoes on the planet of Triaxis. They are called the three sisters because they stand next to each other. Um, and they are, it's basically, they, they stand apart from the rest of this mountain group. And there are three of them there. <clears throat> yeah, and they are, they are dormant volcanoes. They're not active. They're not blowing up smoke and and uh, shooting out lava, but they are volcanoes. And you would know where to find them. I think only Devesh with your culture check. I think only you would know a little about them. Um, and I actually will say, yeah, I, I think I am going to leave this only to Devesh. Um, this is an unsafe trip 
in the ship, flying a starship through the parapet mountains is, it is dangerous. Uh, even like seasoned pilots have a difficult time with this. <clears throat> so you would know you have to be at the ready if you're going to be flying this way. Um, let's look at the rest of the... So, okay, first off, are you going directly there to the Parapet Mountains? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, the other part of that riddle was let your mystic talents guide you, like the next part of that. So if anybody would like to roll a very high DC mysticism check. Well, pick me. Everybody... Everybody or one person? <clears throat> the way that you would have to do this check. <clears throat> Only one person can roll the main check. However, I will help. If I can. Anybody with mysticism can roll to aid and kind of the way that this looks. And so we're going to do the rolling to aid first. But the way that this looks is <clears throat> each of you would kind of be next to each other. Uh, maybe like touching the shoulder of another, maybe just being in contact with someone with the person who's doing the main check. Um, and I'm sitting on Devesh's shoulders with my six arms wrapped around his head. Okay. And, and essentially focusing together on this, whatever it is. So anybody who's aiding, uh, I think Bryn and um, Baza and Devesh and Jack, you should have mysticism, correct? Yes. All right. Um, how, uh, Emma, I never somehow added my um, Varak, Varaka, or Varak, yeah. Varak um, to my sheet. And so I don't remember it's what be a... the bonus to mysticism from him is. I don't remember, but we'll say it's a plus two as well. Okay. That's what I vaguely recall. Yeah. Uh, who's aiding? Okay. Ryan, did you get a 10 or higher? I got a 21. Nice. Jack, did you get a 10 rolled, or higher? Yes, I rolled a 15, got a 14. Nice. <laughs> Bryn, 10 or higher? 23. Okay. Mitch, you can add a plus six from your allies and then a plus two from your Vorak for a total of plus eight to this roll. You are aiming <laughs> high. This is not an easy DC. Okay, sure. sure, sure. <laughs> Glad I didn't roll it because I got a minus one. <laughs> Okay, so just bonuses is 26. Okay. Is that the final number? No. The final number is 45. <laughs> Wait. Wait. DC 38. I rolled, a, I rolled yeah. a 19. I rolled a 19 plus nice. 16 plus 6 plus 2. Good so, job. Yeah, 35 plus 6 nice. is 41. All of you who are in contact with Devesh feel an ancient magic pull you toward what seems to be a flat surface extending from the side of one of the volcanoes. You're not quite there yet, but in your mind's eye, you see this volcano stretching upward into the sky. And then what looks to be God. <laughs> <laughs> and then good what timing. looks to be, you know, yeah, he has good time. 
what looks to be a like a makeshift landing pad carved out of the side of this mountain. Um, the magic that you feel is very powerful and very old. Maybe even, maybe even pre-gap. Ooh. Oh, shit. Ancient magic. Um, <clears throat> are you piloting the ship, Mitch? Yeah. Does anybody want to give any bonuses to Mitch while he's piloting for this? Yeah. Great. Yeah. I would yeah. I would be up there I for would. sure cuz cool. I'm a backup pilot. Yeah. So, the way we're going to do this, looking at the ship actions. I think um <clears throat> Let me let me send you guys a little something. So, I just sent you guys the document that has all of the starship combat things that you could use or think like the actions that you could take. Oh. Um, so what you guys can do from your list of actions on the sheet um, and Janet, yours is simply going to be a piloting aid check. So if you roll a 10 or higher, then you'll give a plus two to Mitch. Everybody else pick an action that could give Mitch a bonus to piloting or engines or something like that, and then we'll figure out how to how to calculate all of this. Can I encourage him? You can encourage him. Yes. You can do it. So, uh, would it make sense you for me to provide speed? Yes, it would. And I would say in this situation, we'll give uh, whatever you end up doing with the engines modus. Uh, we can give a plus two to Mitch's check as an aid. Uh, I rolled a thirty-two on diplomacy. You aid. Okay, um, so I just, the DC looks like, what's our starship tier? It's a low one, so this DC is actually good for you. Um, it is, I believe, I, I want to say it's tier... a tier four. Oh, a tier four. I think okay, so four times 1.5 would be six, so DC 16. All right, um, yeah, I think my engineering skill automatically passes that okay so there's a plus four now yep. to mitch's check i got a Janet, 10 a 10, that's, a 10 that's awesome so that is now a plus six yeah Wait, what kind of thing am i rolling so take a look at the chief mate um skill or the chief mate actions on that document and pick one that could right. help mitch <clears throat> jack did you roll yeah, I'm just deciding what action. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's uh, uh, 18 on balance. Okay, sounds good. Um, <clears throat> that'll be a plus two. So that's a plus 10? That's a plus eight so far. So far, okay. Yeah, you can get up to a 10. And Britt, I think the ones that you might want to look at are going to be um, hard turn could actually be a good one to do. Um, and yeah, improving the, the maneuverability as you're going through like a volcanic pass. Yeah. Good. Okay. Oh, so I would add my acrobatics to my role then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you're trying to be a. 16? 16. Yep. 
And the whole okay. reasoning behind that point. is like, um, maybe Mitch has to kind of pull a lever as he's piloting and you get up there and you're like, okay, I, I got this. I can help you out. And you use your acrobatics to kind of get in there and help him out. Got it. Okay. I'm going to hit you, the hard. You jump then. up and grab a lever on the ceiling, plant your feet on the wall and pull back down. <laughs> yep. You know, just as Baza would do if it was Baza just gives you a ball 17 for that. That is a pass. That's yeah. A pass. So you guys get a plus 10, I believe. Yep. To your piloting that's, check, Mitch. Go ahead and so give me a roll. Gonna be, it's going to be roll plus 23 total. Oof. Oh, God. I'm very nervous. Oh, not bad. Um, 34? Yeah. DC 32. <gasps> 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 yeah, this is no joke. Um, I, I have to make this stuff harder for you guys because you are just passing everything with your okay your level level six. Yeah, I, I need to make it more difficult. <laughs> that was really nerve wracking. Um, you guys would not have done that if two of you didn't make your aids. Yeah, Holy yeah. cow! Jeez. We wouldn't have, yeah, if we weren't able to aid, we wouldn't have done it because mm. I, yeah, I couldn't have been able to, even with the natural 20, I was only at, oh no, I could have done it with, could a, do 19 it with a 19 20. or 20. Okay. So you end up uh, making your way down here. It is windy. Your ship is getting buffeted by wind um, and you're thrown all over the place as you fly. Can I have everybody give me a reflex save? You're looking for a DC 18. You can just tell me if you pass it. Reflex. That's, that's not great. I, I, I rolled a 15. Okay. But I'm oh. holding on to Divesh's pipe. And. Oh, no! Six. Oh. What's I rolled a. It's, I think she said 18. 18. It's DC 18. Ooh, so. Bonus failed. All right. If you failed, you are going to take one point of bludgeoning damage as you fall into the side of the ship or fall to the floor or something, you you hit your head against something or your body That's or your shoulder, whatever. Um, and we so that is going to be... A, oh, go ahead. Sorry. We've had oh. at least one long rest since the yeah. serpent fight. Absolutely. Cool. I hadn't... Um, Wait, does HP recover fully or... HP it, recovers up to... Day. It requires... Yeah, up half to of your... Is it half of your level or up to your level? I can't remember. It's your. It's up to your level per day. Cool. So you get the number of hit points of your level per long rest. And it's been two days. Two long rests. Two nights. Yeah. All right. So up to twelve. You were in hit points. Well, no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm and still trying to get all. I'm. I'm yeah. counting hit points since we got spaced. Mm. Oh, we got we got a hundred percent recovered uh, on um, by what's his name by, by uh, yeah. the, Oh, okay. His, his dad was like, "Here, just stuck us full of needles." Yep. Unless okay. you said no to the needles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I said no to no. I said no to the needles. That's okay. Then you are. So it's it was ele- it's been eleven days then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm I'm back to full. It's fine. Cool. And uh, you are able to make it down to this landing pad. Couple of you fall during the rough flight, uh, the rough flight down. Um, and before uh, you, so Emma, if it matters, yeah, I as the pilot failed. <laughs> Did I just like 
hit my face on the console like like you hit your face you hit your face on me who hit my entire body on the console yeah however you want to play that it's good with me cool cool i was considering making you give me another dc 32 i mean i imagine that it's like it's windy so i'm like trying to overcorrect with the thrusters and then like the wind will stop and then we go like fly like it just is all bad so you do make it down to the landing pad which is essentially like a rock pad of, you know, just rock. And you can make your way out of the ship. Are Chromie and Andy coming with you? I would like Andy to come. Okay. Alex, um, that's a no for, and for Jack. <clears throat> is your Vorak coming with you? Yes. Okay. Question. Uh-huh. Um, I'll roll for it if I have to determine, but... Is it windy enough that I get nervous that the wind is going to pick up the vagabond and flip it? No. Okay. Uh, Before you stands the entrance to a rock tunnel. Are we working our way inside? Yes. Oz is leading the way. Who is our survivalist? I'm not assuming I. that's Janet. Oz is not leading the way. Or maybe uh, Jack. I have a plus five for survival. I am also a five. Holy shit! That is so not great! Uh, it's wisdom, and I have a nine wisdom. Oh, no! I totally thought you guys... I thought you guys did too. Oh, no. So... We are not wise as a party. No, we no. are not. Really not. What do I... Once I... The- I have a one. I am. I am. I just don't have any ranks in it. I have a four with my wisdom mod. All right. So it sounds like we need to use that mirror before we leave. Ooh, oh. I like it. <clears throat> oh, I like it. Good call. Because remember, at the end of that that phrase or the end of the the riddle, once the three sisters have welcomed you, only an excellent survivalist mm-hmm. can lead you forward. So with that being said, okay, so I, I was this entire time, Jack is vehemently against it. Mm-hmm. Jack wants nothing to do with these people and is only doing it because of this little voice in the back of her mind of Rex telling her to play nice. Okay. And of this, despite everything that she's trying to tell herself these idiots are growing on her and at some point during the trip down she quietly goes to the mirror okay remind me how it works all right so i did link it but i'm realizing in linking it it doesn't work the way that i think you initially think. However, we're going to roll with it because I like that narrative. Okay. And what I'd like you to do is simply add that as a class skill and add your full ranks into that skill. So, What do you mean by full ranks? Basically give yourself six, six ranks. total ranks and then make it a class skill, giving yourself a plus three. It was already a class skill. Great. Um, But I only had two ranks. So that would make it a plus nine. Okay. I like this. 
And what's the penalty <clears throat> for this? The penalty, there is no, no trade off. I thought there was a trade off. There Sorry. is, there is no... uh, the first time you roll a natural 20 in a different train skill check, you have to roll it again. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. You look in the mirror and you see a very bloodied version of yourself. Um, I thought it was not... supposed to be a, a different version. Not bloodied in the sense that that they're beaten up, but bloodied in the sense that there is blood stained on your fur more so than usual. I don't know. How has Jack looked recently? Has Jack had a lot of blood on her? Jack never has a lot of blood on her. Okay. If anything, when you're near Jack, it's always, a, especially after combat, it's a little warmer than it's comfortable. <laughs> she's scorched off anything obvious scorched off all evidence maybe it's so much that or, or maybe it's such that this version of yourself doesn't care to do that um i don't know if your personality traits would change i think i'm going to leave that up to you but i will say that your appearance does slightly change and you can either be upfront about that with the group or you can simply walk out of the vagabond with quite a bit more blood than you would have had on your fur before. Is it possible that I'm also a different fur color? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. How about another thing that you noted? Do you have a, a specific? So normally Jack is almost like, think of like German Shepherd coloring. So like mostly dark browns with with uh, black. Uh, let's say on the arms and and across her her shoulders. Um, this version is, if you've ever seen a true like sable German Shepherd, where they're more silvery. And so the I'd say the, the blood is a lot more obvious. It's stained the lighter parts of her coat. Okay. So all of you see Jack walk out of the Vagabond looking definitely like Jack, except she has a different fur color and it is stained with blood. Did you fight somebody and not tell me? Not a word. <laughs> I'm gonna go back up in the ship. Is someone else even bloodier up here? You see nobody in the ship. Uh, Ryan, Jay, give, me, give me a sense motive check. Okay. That's no, not great. What is my sense motive? Oh, so 12. Okay. Well, today. You think she likely used the mirror? Oh, right, because I've used it, so I would actually know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Devesh, not the most perceptive man, is just gonna look at Jack and say, "Well, lead the way, Spec Ops team lead." <laughs> Told you once not to call me that. The next time you do, you'll never say another word. Oh, damn! And then I'll proceed to try to find the path. Give me a survival check. 
That is a... And Janet, you can aid on this as well. Or anybody who has survival can aid on this. You can aid. Th then I will. I Natural will. 20. Nice. You're aided. So you're going to... You're going to... All right, so Jack, you're gonna you're rolling this main roll, correct? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just keeping track of the. So far, I have one. What did? did oh, I got. Can you only aid with one person, or can you aid with multiple people? Multiple people can aid in this situation. Aid. Well, and I'm. And I like to see it as as Jack's starting to look around, and then going, "You tell me what's there. You tell me what's there." Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. That's plus a two. Only ten. That's plus two. That's plus two. Uh, I rolled a natural twenty. That's plus. No, he, you already counted him. Okay. It's six. It's I think it's two ten with all of us helping. Yeah. Okay. Or you can get up to. Did Brendan Modus roll or no? I did. Uh, I had ten. Okay, so that's eight. Modus didn't roll. What I need to roll just an, an assist roll, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. So for D twenty, I rolled an eleven. That's okay. Two, Give so yourself plus, plus ten. 10. Um, in that case, that is a oh, it's a nine now plus so twenty six. DC twenty. Woo! You make your way to the end of the tunnel, and Jack, with the help of a number of with with all of your companions, helping you look for different places, uh, look for different things within the rock, look for anything that might stand out. You reach a dead end, and you find a what appears to be um, a secret passage built into the side of the wall. Secret. And it kind of looks like there's a, a, a rock that's out of place. Okay. Uh, doesn't quite belong there, maybe looks a little bit artificial. And you would, I think, push it aside and find a secret pass behind it. No? Oh, what would you I do? Would, I would tell everyone to take a step back and then put a small black hole just outside of it and rip it across the canyon. It flies across the tunnel. And before you is a passageway about 15 feet wide by... 15 feet tall. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. Through the mountains. Secret, 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 secret tunnel. tunnel. All right. I think we sang that poorly enough that we won't get copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have everybody give me a fortitude save? No! <laughs> no! no! All right. I need to ask. Mm -hmm. is, is this a spell-like ability or effect? Yes. Good. Because I get bonuses to these. Cool. All right. Here we I go. got 21. 26. Both are pass. 20. Bonus rolled a 16. Just 20. made it. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dan. You actually didn't make it. Um, I was saying I, you just made it to Ryan. Okay, so here's here's my next little thing because I okay. get a plus one okay. to the following conditions. Disease, exhaustion, fatigue, mind-affecting effects, paralysis, poison, sleep effects, and stuns. You are nauseated. 
does not appear to be in that list. <laughs> no! Sorry. Uh, what about is a... immediately puked again. <laughs> Just, a... uh, let me let me send it to you. It might it might be something within that list under a category. Uh, let me send it to you. If it's a disease or poison. It is not. Maybe. About an 18. <clears throat> that is a fail, Devesh. Uh, 24. That's a pass. I rolled a four. Yikes. Ugh. With I a plus 12. Here it is. Here's nauseated. Yeah, it's rough. You are experiencing stomach distress. You can't attack, cast spells, concentrate on spells, or do anything else requiring attention. The only action you can take is a single move action per turn. You can only move, basically. Do I have any Pepto-Bismol in my bag? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> super rough. It's really rough. Uh, um, do I get any chance to shake this at any point in the future? Yes. Okay, I'm assuming you'll let me know, so I'm not going to you know. bother you. I got you. I am um, also afflicted by this, Dan, so you are. I'm right there with you. Ugh. And so as you walk through this tunnel, you, you, you make your way into the secret passage. All of you start to feel like something is bombarding you with energy, and your stomach starts to churn a little bit. Uh, most of you are able to fight it off. But if you got below a DC 20 on that save, you are starting to feel pretty nauseated. Do I feel anything within 30 feet of us? Like even, not, through, even through the rock? No. You work your way further down, Jack and Janet. Each of you spot the next set of, or the next portion of this passageway. It appears to be a very, very steep decline downward, uh, or incline, I guess you would say. Um, but you're at the top, looking down. If you would like to make it down safely, single file, as a group, I need a successful survival check and we can only do one person to aid because the path is too narrow to really see fully all the way down. Um, can I climb I, on the wall like a spider? Yes. Can I be I, the second person to aid on rolls for people? Because I'm okay I'm, with I'm that. Spider. Let's talk about it as a group. I volunteer to aid because I am quite wise. Can you aid with the nauseated condition? Don't no, I cannot. Can. <laughs> Never mind. What's the bonus? And we see the bottom of the of this incline, like the floor below. You cannot. Man, I wish I could just like vomit and get this over with. <laughs> yeah. Ba <laughs> Baza, pass me a rope. I pass you a rope. I will then leap off the top of the incline in the direction that it goes down. And as soon as I can see the floor, I'm going to Stella rush onto the ground. That was really smart. I did not predict <laughs> that. Good job. <laughs> um, hero point for you. Yay. Ooh. How far down is it? How far down is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're able to make your way down there safely. 
how how far down is it? Like, um, how much rope do we have? <laughs> uh, it, is, it is quite far. Yeah, how much rope do you have, Ryan? I'm assuming I have like a 50 foot rope in some sort of adventurer's pack. It's farther than that. It's farther than 50 feet down. Um, go. So we're gonna go <laughs> with. What I'm supposed to do? Jack, are you sticking with this point of, or with this action? Yeah, I didn't know how far the point was. Like, I, I'll take the risk so they don't have to. I'm going to catch okay. him. I'll make sure he doesn't keep falling because I don't know that he can do it or she can do this. About 80 feet down. So I would reach the bottom. 80, about does that 80 mean, feet down, I catch. Ba, does that mean Baza is pulled into the hole? I, I have, like, crave. I have clinging. Oh, the jump jets. He's have, got like suction cups or something yeah, going so on his hands. hands. Am I strong enough to catch Jack? You would broken. take damage if Jack is stellar rushing, but yes. No, because like she's outside of her stellar rush range when the end of the rope is. Because it's like probably five to ten feet tied around her and me holding. So about forty feet down. Oh, like, oh, 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 yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So I'd be suspended fifty feet from wherever Baz is yeah. clean. Can I can I catch her? Can I stop her from falling, or am I going to lose traction of the wall and fall as well? Oh, okay, I understand now. Thank you. You probably would lose traction of the wall if you're going to try to catch her. I'm a hundred. I am not letting go of the rope. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think Jack would continue downward then, right? Is a free? I mean, I don't know. I can't stop. Oh, if if I'm falling off the wall, I'm falling too. Right, okay. it's, it's a free fall at that point until yeah. like, un- and, and it's then when I get visual that I rush and okay. yank him and really yank him. Yeah, so, okay, so if I'm understanding this correctly, Jack works her way down and works her way down to about 50-ish feet, maybe 40 feet until you can see the end. Oh, and I then Jack- you still oh, no, rush. No, 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 it was, no, Jack it was a free like, fall. Being unable to see the, like, leap off the ramp. Oh, a base so that yeah. I'm. So I'm sorry, I'm misunderstanding so, this, guys. Yeah, Jack ties a rope around her waist, gives me the rope. I plant myself on the wall. Okay. With with four of my hands and my feet, I use my other hands to hold the rope as Jack drops. Got it. So if the if the rope is 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 longer, so I'm sorry. At if the... About at about forty feet, I unstick from the wall because Jack is falling. And, and you would go falling. with. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yes. Cool. You would go with Jack, but you'd be further up on the ramp. Yes. So I, I I, we, we are both fall. jumping. We are now both falling from 80 feet. Yeah. So Baza, you make your way to about 30 feet down the ramp. No, 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 no. Jack jumps. Yes. So the full, like just jumping 80 feet. Like it's yes. Like, Got it. I am holding onto the rope. I lose traction with the wall pop off the wall and start falling as well. Yeah, okay. The other four are going to slowly make their way down or watch us as we potentially splat like... Okay, Jack, mm-hmm. with your supernova or your, your stellar rush, you're essentially doing damage on the floor below you. Yeah, I I'm... don't think I'm going to call damage on you. Okay. Because you are doing damage on the ground and that is a... That's something you would normally do anyway, is you would rush forward until you hit something. Mm-hmm. So we're going to say no damage for you. Okay. Um, Ryan? Yeah. You are going to take some damage. 
I think you're uh, probably going to be fine. At about at 20 feet below the floor, I'm going to fire my jump jets. Okay. Then I think you'll be okay there. Give me a reflex save. I'll say I, I will fire it a couple, like, well, like, I'll fire it at, like, 40 feet and then 20 feet and then catch myself at the bottom. I'll just, can I just Give expel me a, three charges? It's going to be a reflex save because it'll need to be like, oh, the floor's coming up and then boom, I got to do this. Uh, 15. 15. Yeah, that, that'll pass. We'll, with the jump jets, that'll pass. So you won't take damage on the way down. I Everybody also take else. less damage because I have three point stance. Cool. Um, working your way down. I do need everybody. Is anybody else doing any other cool things to get down? Um, I'm um, gonna cast personal gravity on myself. Okay. And uh, make me be in an area of. I'm assuming this is standard gravity, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna make myself in an area of low gravity. I'm not sure if you can if you're nauseated. I can't cast spells. True. God Sorry. dang it. Yep, that's never we can, mind. We, so, we literally no. can do nothing but uh, like, so, hold on, hold on. Because it was a, the reason I jumped was to see like what are we getting into if we, like yeah we can make it down the ramp, but let's expedite this and get some intel. Mm -hmm. Um so at which point I would let them know how far away it is. Mm -hmm. Either by uh well we have communicators, there's no reason to shout, right? Yeah, you can the say it's about eighty works. feet. Yeah. At which point if someone else has rope, we can combine the two to help you guys along. Cool. I would be um, cool with I that. have rope. Cool. How much do you uh, have? I'm assuming that we each have the standard 50 feet. Of Probably rope. like 50 feet, yeah. Yeah, so I'll take the rope that I'm still holding at the bottom and I'll just climb back up the wall and like cool. halfway down when they lower the rope, I'll tie it together. Okay. Brent. You look like you're going to say something, too. You're muted. Muted. The most commonly said phrase in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, well, I was considering casting my reality leap again, but is it sure. going to be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do it. <laughs> you could end up forever encased in a rock wall, but you can try. <laughs> Oh my god, oh what? My she's no! She's gonna nightcrawl her to the wall. Oh, and then man. never come out. <laughs> First you know character what? death. <laughs> All of I us just I'm... be like, what happened to Brinuay? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh she's gone. So, I am so tempted to do it and just do be it. like, I'm in the wall, what are you gonna do? <laughs> do it! Hey guys, if I land in the wall, will you try to get me out? <laughs> Okay, so just dead. I think that's going to be insta death. Yeah. <laughs> I will climb down the rope. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it works in like Pathfinder, Starfinder, but there are spells in 5e where if you end your turn in a solid object, you take an amount of d10s of damage per five feet that you have to be shunted out of the wall. Sense. I mean, I, I would imagine it would be whatever but Pathfinder had. Probably. But it, but, it, oh my it would God. be kind of a dick yeah. move if they made like a low-level spell that could insta-kill you if you're using the wrong place. Okay. I mean, they so. exist. 
we're overthinking oh. this. You guys are doing a good job. Like, but we are doing, I think, a little more than you need to. Uh, <laughs> I am gonna start I'll walking down the, down the ramp it's with fine. the rope. I'll go down the rope. <laughs> so well, hang on, hang on. So there is a rope. Yes. With the rope that is going to give you a plus. Am I feeling generous? No. I will throw my hero point at this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you a plus two to your reflex saves. Everybody does need to give me a reflex save because at some point walking down this path, you are going to stumble across some unsure footing. Um, some I'm gravel. Gonna, I'm going to act like a, uh, a lane bumper in bowling and okay. just climb along the bottom of it. And if someone fails and tries to fall, I'm going to grab. Okay, so I will give everybody a plus two extra to that reflex save. So you now have a plus four to your reflex save using the rope and also Baza helping each of you down. This Nauseous is super important. People. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, you only get that plus four if you are nauseated. You don't get your normal reflex save. Actually. Oh. Oh. oh no! What? Yeah, I'm sorry. We get roll plus four. You get a plus four. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in fairness, question. my reflex is only a four. Question. Yeah. This is this. This might save my bacon. Using, I have jump jets in my armor. I don't think you can. Using jump jets is a move action. Oh. Uh, okay. Then I allow it. Sweet. So I am still attempting to use the rope because it didn't look like, I mean, watching Baza do it probably was a little scary. <laughs> the whole way down, you're just going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... before, the, before the communicator message, none of you know if Jack like <laughs> existed anymore. Yeah. I mean, you, Jack, you are you heard from the base of the mountain. <laughs> so let's well, do this one person at a time. Modus. Okay, uh, here we go. 1d20 plus 4. Down the rope. <laughs> and I get a 10. Ooh. You, that's at one... with the 4. Okay, so that's the... F um, and then you are using your jump jets to stabilize yourself? If I'm falling, yes. <laughs> okay, you do fall. <laughs> Just seeing... Modus cartwheeling down a fucking hole in the earth. <laughs> All right. So I would think that you are not free falling. Um, but you are going to essentially slip and slide all the way down this ramp. You can use your jump jets to stop you from hitting the ground as hard as you would without them. Okay. I'm going to reduce yeah. the damage because of that. Sure. Um, can I, as I'm seeing him about to hit the ground, I would like to put a black hole above the ground and yoink him before he hits. Okay. God damn. Allow it. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> well, okay. Can you give me a, a like a reflex save to see if if you... I do it in time? Yeah. Yeah. It's also a fourth save for him to resist the black hole. Mm. If he wants to, I would think at this point, Modus has seen Jack do this before. And so, yeah. 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 Um, reflex? Reflex. 22. Yeah. That's a pass. Modus, you take no damage. Woo! 
Good job. And at, that, at which point, I'll just seeing him slip and fall like that, I will leave it there okay. for anyone else. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's get to Devesh, our next nauseated person. Plus four, you said? Plus four total. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, Devesh uh, is going to start walking down. Okay. And in his mind's eye, he's going to see himself falling to his death, just like end over end over end. And so he's going to use his force sensibility because can once per that? day, I can re uh, reroll um, a reflex save or perception check. Okay, I'll call that a mental action. So, yes, you can do that. Okay. It doesn't say as an action, it just says once per day you can. Yeah. So, I assume, yeah. Okay. But I have to use the new roll, even if it's worse. Okay. Look it up. Not worse. Not nice. great. What was it? Uh, 12. You do fall. Yep. Um, I would think that Jack's black hole catches you. <laughs> but only at oh. the bottom. Like, any damage yeah. down the ramp. Yeah. Yeah. Which is preventing, like, a... Just, like, bouncing down the ramp. Yeah. I think Modus would kind of throw up the same way babies do, where it just bubbles out of their mouth. It's <laughs> 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 having a rough day, man. Like the past the black hole. Past three days have been real bad. <laughs> no, it's real it bad. We'd get sucked into the black hole. So you just Mitch, the best no, and Modus yeah. are just orbiting it slowly. Yeah, Mitch, you're gonna that. take uh, four points of scrape damage. We're gonna call it like slashing or something, I guess. It's so it's it's not like a permanent you're revolving a black hole. It's just every turn I can just yoink somebody twenty feet. Sure. Yeah, I, I can deal with four damage. That that's fine. Janet. Um so Janet got a sixteen. Oh, Devesh is also gonna vomit when he gets to the bottom. But his is like more like walks over to the wall and throws up all over the wall. It's a DC 18, Janet. Lame. Yeah. Um, okay. So assuming, I gotta, oh, go ahead. assuming the same thing happens with Jack and yoinking people toward the black hole, we're only going to do 1d4 damage instead of 3d4 damage. Okay. You're going to take three points of scrape damage. You just bounced down the <laughs> ramp three people in a row. <laughs> okay, but... The, so the, the, Andy, Andy has to go. Andy does have to go. <laughs> so, oh, a large no. <laughs> he has a plus. He has a plus ten reflex. Yeah. And add the four. Question: so Did Andy pass his fortitude save against being nauseated? Ooh. Oh, I didn't do that. Okay, I'll do that now. I do he has need a plus you to give 10, me a reflex or a fortitude save for him. Plus ten fortitude. Twenty three. Twenty three. He passes. Awesome. All right. So now reflex. Beaten by Elizabeth. Uh, uh, 20. 20. Yeah, you succeed. You make your way down. After everyone. Unscathed. He's like, fuck, how's it going? Yeah, it's yeah. just fucking crip walking down the ramp. Very <laughs> easy. And then Andy follows like <laughs> so daintily. <laughs> um, bring you away. You succeed? I did 31. What was it? 31. Oh my gosh. Damn. Yeah. Okay, you're fine. Flex? Damn. You pop up on your heelies, just ride. Down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you, you, you catch the gravel, but you, you catch the gravel. <laughs> <laughs> just surfing down the end. All right, 
like Legolas in Two Towers. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yes. And we're going to call Baza as simply Spider climbing his way down the side of the wall. Yeah, I'm just climbing up and down. I love it. Good job, you guys. That's the fun road. Really, really well done. I'm going to award a quest point for that. Yay! You guys did super well. I mean, you didn't do well, but like you you (laughs) stuck it through. (laughs) Um. We, there was good teamwork, and by good teamwork, I mean thanks, Jack, for yes, letting <laughs> yeah. us not die. Yeah, absolutely. I was fully expecting Modestin like just collapse into a pile of shit on the ground, oh, no. <laughs> followed by Devesh right on top of him, followed by Janet right on top of him. yeah. Do you, right. when you stellar rush and cliff dive, do you do like fist out head first or like full belly flop? So. Because I have three-point stance. Oh, you do too. That even on the landing on the stellar rush, it, 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 the leap was just like just yeah, and then three-point stance land, three-point landing. So you guys know how like in Far Cry, like three, you could be falling, but as long as you used your grappling hook at the ground at the very last second, you didn't mm-hmm. die. Is that basically what? I think that's what Jack just did. That's basically what Jack just did. (laughs) I'm going to accelerate toward the ground, but take no damage. Yeah. (laughs) There's a small smoky crater, but. And Baza just like R2-D2 his way down. You make your way to the bottom. (laughs) At the bottom. There is an archway carved into the rock wall ahead of you. And there is a very tall, Verthani man who you have all seen before on the moon of Crixamia. He is the one that delivered all of your uh, messages to you. He stands there. And without saying a word, he just nods and gestures. And he takes extra note to look at Modus. Does Modus notice this? I'm going to leave it completely up to you as a character. Would Modus notice that there is someone looking at him for a little bit longer than might be normal? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he'd he'd notice. Cool. The Verthani man would, as soon as he realizes you've noticed, he's going to kind of turn his attention away. Are you going to say anything to him? Uh, no, but Modus will definitely probably wipe the vomit off of his face. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, when he sees that, um, cause he, he'll probably notice you do that as well. He is going to say, don't worry, all of you. It is, uh, we, we have mystics who can take these conditions away from you. And he beckons you forward into a cavern, a very, very large cavern. There's a social atmosphere about this cavern. People are interacting and eating. 
Some of them are polishing weapons. Some of them are practicing spells. But the most notable thing about the room is a silver dragon sitting atop a hoard of scrap metal. There are bright artificial lights that shine throughout this cavern and they are glinting and twinkling off of this dragon's scales, which are just this bright, brilliant silver. And every time he kind of moves and adjusts his position, those twinkles kind of glint even more. Um, a mystic, a large vesk mystic comes up to each of you and bows his head and says, are any of you feeling sick? Spit at his feet. Same. I push. Actually, Devesh I'm going to throw up on his feet and then he, walk away. All right. He looks uh, upset. Um, he turns to Modus, who I think you would notice. Can I, his... can I grab Devesh and say, apologize. The Vesk looks at all of you and says, I um, am here if you need help. I am a mystic. I can heal you if you so desire. He looks at Modus, who seemingly looks a little sick. He says, do you need any mystic healing? Modus will respond by saying, uh, he'll step forward and say, Currently, my biological frame is suffering from a nauseating status. I could use any help that you're willing to offer in order to end this, as it is slowly eroding my ability to perform. He takes his hand and he puts it on your shoulder. Uh, this large lizard hand sits on your shoulder and he casts Remove Condition Lesser. So you are no longer afflicted by the nauseated condition. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. Uh, the dragon stands and in a booming voice across this cavern looks at all of you and says, Ah, you have arrived. I am very excited to meet your acquaintance. Please join me in the adjacent cavern. And he gets up off of his hoard. And as he stands off of his hoard, he walks down and guards fill in to take the space that he's leaving, standing with weapons in front of his hoard of scrap metal. And uh, he walks into the adjacent cavern. And I guess they would... They would kind of, uh, the, the people that are there with you, this Verthani man and then the mystic, would uh, kind of lead you in that direction if you are willingly going. Um, Devesh is pointedly maintaining the entire group's width away from the Vesk. Okay. Yeah. But he is, but he is following. Okay. Modus is going. Yep. Baza? Yeah, 100%. I'm next to the best. Janet? Yeah. <clears throat> is this dumb if I just ask them if they're the Silver Alliance? <clears throat> you can they... ask. Okay. 
Yeah. And uh, the Verthani gentleman will kind of, uh, in few words, he'll say, that's us. Welcome. Cool. Janet follows. Jack. I'd like trying to distinguish today's Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack's in the front, like at a brisker pace than maybe you've ever seen her move. So she's up there? Mm hmm. Okay. Bring you away. Yeah. All right. So it looks like everybody's working their way toward that cavern as you enter. There are a few individuals standing there, as well as this dragon. Beautiful, beautiful silver scales. And he says, give me a sec. I'm glad to meet your acquaintance. Please sit. And there are stone stools upon which you can sit. And as you do, He says, you seek the downfall of Discorp and Chimera, as we do. However, our ultimate motive is to keep the Dominion out of the Pact Worlds. You have heard this name, yes? Dominion. Yeah, it's been mentioned once or twice. My name (laughs) is Dressacrook. I'm an ancient silver dragon from before the gap. I do not have memory from before the gap as nothing does. However, I know I have been alive for quite some time. It has always been my aim to make sure that our star system is safe and free from meddling evil individuals who would change it into something that it is not. I stand for the freedom of the people in the Pact Worlds, and I work with my Silver silver Alliance to ensure that the people here can live their lives free from the oppression of those who would take it from them. And he asks, how much do you know about the Dominion? I imagine that... How much do we know about the Dominion? Not that much. Yeah, that's what I thought. Devesh is going to speak up. Um, I know that... Well, I'm I'm making the assumption that um, Eoxian Bone Sages are involved. I'm making the assumption that a crazy giant spiky man is involved. You would be incorrect to say that the Eoxian Bone Sages are involved with the Dominion. However, you would be correct to say that in the past they have been. However, not anymore. So how recent is that? Because not even a few months ago I had a vision of several bowing before an entity that is uh, quite evil. I believe you were looking into the past, 
many, many years into the past in that vision. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. That that makes sense. I had not considered that being a thing. Mm-hmm. There you go. Your vision makes a little more sense now, huh? Yes, it does. <laughs> and he continues, the Dominion considers themselves higher beings. The only thing we know about them is their insatiable desire to conquer star systems and create hubs of genetic experimentation, using the conquered people as subjects to do so. They see humanoids as inferior and incapable of understanding their aims. Worlds fall to the Dominion, and when they are conquered, they often produce genetically altered, mindless husk slaves that act as an extension of the Dominion's power. I believe the Dominion seeks through Discorp to take over the Pact Worlds. What are we supposed to do? In working to take down Discorp and Chimera, you've already done quite a lot toward this goal. As Discorp and Chimera are an extension to the Dominion's power. Oh, those suck. So you, you, you had all this information on us that you had sent to each of us. Can, can we get it? Can I have it? Absolutely. I must ask, you traveled to Castrovel recently. Yes. What is it that you sought? Um, information. Uh, meet up with some friends. We did a little shopping. Uh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful cup of Bevcalf. But, uh, you know, not too much. Information through a pearl of knowledge, did you not? Man, you, you do have uh, eyes in literally every backwater, don't you? He looks at the Verthani man and the Verthani man just crosses his arms. Why do you bother asking the question if you already know the answers? Because I do not know the details of what you saw. I throw him the pearl. He takes it. He says, thank you. And he takes a moment to interact with it, just as you all did. And he growls. If Discorp, the Dominion, and Chimera truly wish to conquer Absalom Station, we must make it clear that they are unwelcome here in the Pact Worlds. I will mobilize my alliance. You must reach out to your allies. I will notify my contact in the Pact Worlds government to prepare for an assault. Thank you. He's angry. And then he says... I'm going to go up to Brandon Nudger. It's a good thing we got that pearl, right? (laughs) 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 Oh, Brynn's going to punch him. (laughs) Brynn just teleports out of the room. (laughs) 
into the wall. Just into the wall. Modus, Modus absentmindedly runs his finger along the fang wounds in his armor. Rin teleports Baza into the wall. Into the wall, yeah. How scathing of a look. Can I give him a look so scathing it deals damage? Would you like to roll for Withering Glance? (laughs) Yes, I would. I really would. I would like to create a look so scathing, the likes of which have never been seen before. He is very scathed. Um, okay. Excuse me. I let my anger get a hold of me. (laughs) Now that our primary business is settled, I believe I have something of interest for each of you. Also, you should know a new world ship has arrived here in the Pact Worlds. I believe they're applying for citizenship here. Ah, might you wish are to check them out. To the tieflings. That Anderson is correct. Glooper told us earlier while traveling to this place. <laughs> ah, yes. The famous news anchor, Branderson Glooper. What an excellent news host. <laughs> I can't. I hear he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> to draw that artwork <laughs> oh man um, okay <laughs> uh. <laughs> um yeah <clears throat> hilarious enough and then imagining someone in canon just having a very serious discussion <laughs> <laughs> and then be like i hear he's Imagine him like a really well-meaning grandpa, like yeah, you know, like oh, 100% what I was going for, okay, but like non-judgmental, <laughs> just like curious. Time, yeah, great thing to happen on the show. All time, great thing. Oh my god! Oh man, um, amazing. Okay, after uh, this dragon leaves. You, um, or after he finishes conversation, he finishes his conversation. He says, I have many, or I have a few things for all of you to see. I believe I had promised some of you some information or some reuniting with, with, uh, with some of your former some of the people formerly in your life who no longer are there. I would like to offer you time to do that just at this moment. He says, uh, Baza, is it? I would like to introduce you to someone. And a very large, rough and tumble looking Vesk 
stands forward, stand, stands up uh, from the side, sitting on a chair to the side of the dragon. He stands up and he walks towards you and he kneels down and he looks at you and he says, I have been told that you are uh, my new commander. Oh, I'm Baza. I am in your service. Myself and my men are here to work alongside you in the coming days. I don't think my pilot likes you. I wish that I could do something to show him that I mean well. Look over my shoulder. Is there something he can do to me to show you he means well? Nothing uh, comes to mind. That's a good segue. Devesh, a woman's voice from behind you says, Sakim, is that really you? Um, I'm going to turn around and um, say, <clears throat> no, I am uh, sorry, Master, but uh, Zakim, he died um, several weeks back. Uh, I'm Devesh, and uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. You are the same person, are you not? The same person I trained. <clears throat> I was. Maybe I can be again. And she begins crying and she walks up to you and she asks, would you allow me to hug you? I've missed you so much. He just starts like sobbing and will hug her. And she hugs you back and almost like a, a mom hugging a child when they're upset. Uh, she kind of, she holds you that way. And she says, I am so glad to see you. And then let's go to a point over my other shoulder. She also won't let you on the ship. She might tell you. And just point at Jack. Still talking to my big rub and tumble best buddy. Let's go to Jack. <clears throat> The Verthani man walks up to you and he says, hey, uh, can I speak to you for a sec? No response. All right, just yeah, so... Uh, just, just eye contact. Okay. All right, yeah, okay. You're like me. Uh, I uh, have uh, some coordinates here and I was told that... Um, I was told that we're supposed to go take this place down. There's a facility. I only know a little bit about it, but I do know that it it needs to be it needs to be gone. So do it. What do you need me for? I was told that you might be interested in coming along with me. If only to watch you glass it from orbit. That's the idea. Sure, why not? And he hands you a data pad that has the coordinates. And then he walks over to Modus. 
Modus, something's happening inside your head. Maybe it's the nanites reactivating some of your older memories. Somehow things that were stored within your memories are were, were stored into the exocortex when everything happened. Maybe, I, I'm not sure exactly how, but you recognize this man after looking at him a little bit longer. And he says, Firavius, I've been watching you for a little while. I don't know if you remember me. I don't think you do, but come on, man. This is hard to see. It's Vigo. Do you, do you know me? Um, so Modus is like his head tilts to the side and is like his, like, it's like his joints are kind of like shaking. Like he's kind of like having some kind of systems failure. Like he doesn't want to move correctly. And he reaches up and he touches Vigo's face, like with one of his hands and, and just basically holds him like that and leans forward a little bit like he's inspecting Vigo's face and like there's a moment where if Modus had features that were made of flesh there probably would be some shock and remembrance um, but the the only thing that Vigo gets is that Modus's jaw kind of unclenches and sinks. And Modus says, in a very unfamiliar voice, says, Yeah, Vigo, I remember you. Oh, shit. Shit. Vigo does one of those, like, um, over enthusiastic hugs where he kind of he pulls you in and he he hugs you pretty pretty tight and he says you were my brother it was so hard to watch you fall you were as close as a brother to me i'm so glad that you're still around it's been so hard uh modus will reply um, I guess Firavius will reply and he what he says is I don't know long, how long I can be here and like as he's speaking like Modus's entire body is shaking at this point it's like like he's almost having a seizure and Firavius goes on and says the system is pushing me out but it's good to see you Vico definitely starts to to cry a little bit and he says Firavius it's so good to see you I I'm here whenever you can push your way back out again and I'll watch your back just like old times uh, and Modus like his hands kind of clench in and hugs him a little tight before his body goes limp and Modus looks up and says, hello, I am Modus. I like dinosaurs and trees. Hello, Modus. 
It's good to meet you. My name is Vigo. Uh, Modus hugs Vigo the same way that uh, Zakim's master hugged him, mirroring what he saw a little bit ago. Mm. Okay, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of on the edge of actually crying right now. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. Uh, Some really, stuff. really good job, Dan. Thank you. Hero Damn, point. That was such a good scene. Hero point. Sad. That was really, really good. Um, Vanessa. Stop that shit. Everyone's <laughs> getting everyone's getting hugs today. Janet, <laughs> Janet wants a hug. Oh, Janet kissed someone. It's fine. Actually, hey, I'm gonna go to to Bryn first, okay? Okay. Um, and Bryn, a a small halfling woman walks up to you. <clears throat> so she's probably about four feet tall, three to four feet tall. Um, she walks up to you and she says, "Hi, are you um are are you Bryn Yue?" Hi. Hi. Are, yes. are you? Are you're bringing away? Okay. Um, yes. Yes, I am. Sorry. I have information about a, and she checks her data pad. Um, Chimera Corporation. I think I was supposed to share this with you. Supposed to. Okay. Yeah. Um, Dressa Crook told me to to come over here and and share what I know, and I just wanted to to let you know what what. Um, I have on this data pad. It, do you want to take a look with me? And she I'll holds it up. Look. Yeah. She she holds it up. Would you say the name? Who said to? Oh, oh Dressa Crook, our 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 dragon. Dressa Crook. Oh, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, the, apparently, there's someone named Karal Razu. Have you heard that name before? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay, I guess he has a secret vault somewhere in the diaspora. Um, you know, out in the asteroid belt. Apparently there's a secret vault there. And it has, I guess, a bunch of evidence of, of his past engagements with, with, with um, kind of, I guess, skirting the law a little bit. Um, I guess if you go there and you're able to break into this vault, then you you would be able to find. Dressa Crook said there's this whole load of information there that would link Carol Razu back to a number of really bad crimes and theoretically could could lock him up. I don't really know who he is. I feel kind of weird telling you this because. I don't know. I don't want to put someone away in prison if he's a good person, but I I, I trust Dressa Crook. Very bad person. Okay, very that does person. that does make me feel better then. Um, yeah. Anything that you know. And she gives you this data pad, and it is near the prison that you spent time in. Um, but it is not in that prison. Um, she says she thinks there's some sort of a key that might let you into this vault. Um, and she said that 
or, or and, and it might be somewhere near the prison. Uh, I don't really know. Dressa Crook didn't really know either, but I guess there might be some sort of a key. I guess it's, um, it's, it's a circular key of some sort. Um, I have an idea of where the key may be. <laughs> okay. That's really good then. Uh, yeah. So here, here are the coordinates and supposedly if he's not a great person, you might be able to find what you need to lock him up for good. Okay. Do you have any information on, if you have this information about Razu, is there anything about weaknesses he may have or personal stuff that may get to him? Because I'm kind of afraid that where we're going and the kind of confrontation I'm going to have with him, these legal facts might not make much of a difference. Hmm. She, she looks at her notes and says, there's nothing that I see here, but I've done a lot of research on people that have secret faults. I, full disclosure, I used to be someone who worked for a little bit shadier of an organization. So I know people like this. Uh, and my guess would be that there's something in that vault that you could find a little bit more about his weaknesses. Okay. As long as you have Thank a careful you. eye. Thank with, you. Of course. And with that, let's go to Janet. Um, just for fun, give me a perception check. Oh, gosh. Uh, seven. <laughs> okay. Um, just a moment. I got a negative one on perception. <laughs> All right. It's hard to make any distinctions between the people, but you know who you're looking for. I would imagine. I mean, I've never seen them before, if that's what you're saying. Right. You've never seen them before, but you know that they might look a little bit something like you. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. You see a... Um, a number of women walking around and one of them is is just standing and she's staring at you. I don't think you would notice right off the bat that this is who you're looking for. But she would walk up toward you. And to describe her physically, she has a she looks to be humanoid, except her skin seems to be a little bit more rock-like than the um, than than other people. There, her skin is gray, and she has a very chiseled appearance. Um, she looks very strong. And there is a swoop hammer that is like uh, slung across her back. She looks at you and she says, I was told that I might expect my daughter. Mom? Are you Janet? 
um, Janet is like a mix of emotions and she just starts, she starts crying and yells at her. Why did you leave? She sighs and responds with, I didn't want you to feel as if you had to choose the life that I had chosen for myself. I didn't want you to be swayed in any direction either way. And I realized that I've made a mistake and I'm so, 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 so sorry. I just didn't want you to be like me if that wasn't what was in your future. And I didn't want to pressure you in any direction. And I have always been the kind to to be more independent. And I felt that I may not have been the best mother if I were around anyway. And I'm so, so, so sorry. And I made such a horrible mistake, but I'm here now. I always thought that we would be best friends, but you were never there. And I've only heard about potentially what you were doing and potentially who you were. And I hate you. And Janet goes to hug her. And she says, I love you. And she hugs you back. And this is an O'Reed woman. O'Reed. I'm going to go ahead and send you an image. Yeah, send me a photo. Because if everyone remembers, I rolled like a D20 back in the day to see what Janet's mother was. So Emma's known for a very long time. She is a planar scion, which basically means she doesn't come from the material plane. She comes from the plane of earth. And she says, I'm so, so, so sorry. (laughs) And she looks at you and says, you've grown up to be more like me than I thought. And as much as I initially may not have wanted that I couldn't be more proud um between sobs Janet says I hope you like Shotolashu because I've got a really big one is is uh is is Andy with you uh yeah he came with us okay and she's just overjoyed to meet Andy (laughs) thanks so much for your continued listenership we really appreciate you being here uh I would like to ask a favor of you One of the best ways, arguably the best way, for us to gain a larger audience is to have reviews of our show. And so I would super appreciate if you could go into whatever podcasting platform you use and go and review us. It helps draw other people in and it helps us know what we can improve upon. Um, And I know that we are a baby podcast and we definitely have a bunch of things to improve. So... Let us know what you think and uh, give us a review so that we can draw more people into our show. Thank you so much.